0: Welcome to Reality of Kink, this is Master Hook, and this one's going to be a little bit different because I've not done this on a podcast yet, I haven't even really done it as one of my videos yet, but it's something that I do every once in a while, and it's actually getting on and having a decently long conversation with somebody even about questions they have about the BDSM and leather lifestyle. Pretty much mostly you know what my opinions are, but I like thinking that my opinions are pretty decent, so... Uh, The gentleman I'm speaking to in this is from the Netherlands. He contacted me through FET, and I threw up the idea about recording the conversation for the podcast. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. If you have any questions of your own, you can always get a hold of me. Get a hold of me through my Gmail account. This is MasterHookYT at gmail.com or on FETLife at MasterHookYT. And... Like I said, here's the conversation, so enjoy it, and then I'll be back with you as soon as it's over. This is going to be up on on YouTube. Um, I'm also going to take the audio and put it out as part of my podcast, so go ahead and ask any of the questions you got, and we'll take it from there. Questions? Well, I have many. I, then I have as many answers as you need. So. Sounds good.
1: Um, the first thing I was thinking about is um, how to
0: properly train a, a submissive. I, I don't think there's a, there's a specific way. Everything depends on what it is that you want out of it. What I'm going to want out of a submissive and what you are going to want out of a submissive are going to be very different things. Do you you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, I understand. I mean, the thing about it is is that you have to figure out what it is you want first. What is it it that you want that's going to make you happy? What is it that they're going to do that's going to satisfy you? Is it more service-oriented, more sexually-oriented, play-oriented? It really depends on what it is that you want. Once you figure that out... Lots of communication. Lots of talking. And then really the simplest thing is is being consistent. Doing the same, you know, if you if you want them to do something, do the same thing every time. You know, I mean and I I, I get some people that get a little upset when I say this, but have you ever trained a dog? No. Not yet. Okay, but you know what the basics of it is, right?
1: Yes, being consistent okay. with the rules and keeping them straight
0: and everything else. Right, punishing them when they when they um, get out of line, but then rewarding them for doing doing it when they do it right. Yes, same ba- same basic philosophy. You know, the thing about it is, is that obviously the major difference is, is that this is you're dealing with a real human being who can actually talk to you and <laughs> be able to actually have a conversation with you so you want to be able to have that time where yes you are being very dominant you are being very persistent you know exactly what you want you know exactly how you want to have it and you are going to push them to get it but on the other hand you also know there's going to be times you're just going to need to talk sit down and talk to them as human beings all right
1: um, the next question I have, or trouble I'm concerning about, is the punishment way. What would be a good punishment um, for each sub? Or is that more like individual?
0: It, Yeah, it, it's definitely more individualized, but also at the same time, I'm not a fan of using physical punishment as a way of doing things. Because 90% of the physical punishment that you'd be doing is stuff that you would be doing as part of play. You know, spanking is something that you would do as part of play. Why are you going to use it for punishment? All yeah. that might do in the end is actually encourage them to do more bad stuff to, to get what they want you to do, basically topping from the bottom by acting out to get you to... Physically, do, you physically hurt them by spanking them or doing whatever because they know that's what they really want. But then you're not accomplishing anything.
1: No, so, you want, you want the, the
0: mental state to change, not the physical. Right. I mean, yeah. Every once in a while, doing little minor things, you know, like grabbing them by their hair and looking them in the eye and explaining, um, you know jokingly, you know, you know, smacking them on the ass things like that, little things, that's that's fine. But it's really about the mental aspect. It's really about getting in their head. And you can't do that with you know, and and in people outside of the community don't understand this, but you can't really do that outside do that with you know, with the physical aspects of it. You need to get into their head. And whether it's restrictions on what they can do with you um, you know like if um, one of the ones I've used in the past was um, I have a rule if you've been watching any you know any of my videos for any length of time you know I have a thing about panties I don't like my girls wearing panties what I would what I've done as a punishment is say you have to wear them Now all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, as a punishment, for the next week you cannot not wear panties. You are wearing them all the time unless you are in the shower or going to the bathroom, period. That is it. And the thing about it is is that that sounds to most people like, well, why would that cause anything? Well, if they know what pleases me is them not wearing them, and now I'm telling them to wear them, You can see where that would be, you know, an issue, you know, could be mentally, you know, kind of oogie for them because they know that they're not pleasing me, therefore their punishment is doing something they know isn't pleasing me. Yes. That's about uh, good enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I wish I can get into specifics of you try this method. Like I have the rice method that I that I that I did, which is like one of my very first videos. Um, you know, I have other other uh, little things about like, especially if it's a long distance relationship, about uh, cutting off communication or they can't, you know, if it's you know they can't come over and play with me for a certain amount of time or. You know, they're, they're, it's really specific about that individual. This is why you've got to get into their head. you got to get into their mind. you got to learn what makes them tick. And you can't figure that out within a day or two. This is something that takes a while to get used to. And once you get used to it, once you get into their head and figure out what makes them tick, you can use that not only as a way to give them what they want and make the make it enjoyable and pleasurable and everything else but you can also use that same information as a way to do punishment.
1: Yes. All right. Um the next thing I was trying to accomplish by uh, on a sub was um training her self-esteem. And I was trying to find a way, but I haven't found the right way to accomplish it.
0: Well, the the one thing you have to also keep in mind is it's self-esteem. The thing about it is, is that you can only push it so far. She has to be able to take it on herself. If she's not willing to be be happy and prideful in who she is and what she is, there's nothing you can do. You can only take it so far. Now, obviously, praising her when she's doing it right, correcting her when she's doing it wrong, punning a shirt when she does it you know, willfully wrong are all things that you can do. But in the end, you can only do so much before there's nothing else you can do. All right, yes. Makes makes very, very sense, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wish I, I again, uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these types of questions are questions that I, I wish I had an easy answer. I wish I had, go get this book or go grab that toy or go do this or go do that. But everything, that, a lot of what we do is individual. You know, the way I'm going to react to one girl when it comes to certain things, is going to be very different than the way I'm going to react to it. Different, so you have to learn how to deal with them on an individual basis. Yes.
1: Um, the next thing I was wondering about is um, how much self-control does a dominant need or have. <laughs> Uh, I'll in, in in one of the videos, I was listening to like yeah, the at the first stage I recognized myself like over overcompensating, trying to analyze every bit of uh, question or action as to comparing to what result will it get, and then it was like yeah, just do it between the lines and rules. So right. in that, in that form that that's I'm wondering like how much control does it
0: Take or need by doing. It, I think it you it, you kind of have to think of it the same way as like a trapeze artist. You, you've what you've seen trapeze artists before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they know their their limits. They know here, you know, but they the guys who are and guys and the gals who are really good at it can go out and do some absolutely mind bendingly amazingly cool things because they know what they can and cannot do they know what you know where they can let go, they know where they can push, they know where all of the different lines are, and they can play within these lines and then just let go like i said one of the one of the things that I've always stated is you know once you have the rules, just go for it, you know. And don't apologize. Do what you want, don't apologize. because the thing about it is is that no matter what happens, you are always going to be in a state of questioning yourself. I'm always I mean I've been doing this, you know, I just figured out the other day, I've been doing this twenty three years, and I still question myself every day. I still question whether when I'm playing, you know, if I'm doing this, is this going to be accomplish what I want to accomplish? And half the time, I just have to say "fuck it" and go for it, because yeah, if, if all I'm doing is sitting here going, "Well, if I, you know, if I, you know, spank her too much, or I don't spank her enough, or if I tie her up for too long, or I play, with, you know, play with her tits too long, is that going to cause issues? Or if I don't play with them enough, is that going to cause you issues?" And you, you know, you kind yeah. of you, you start trying you when you start second guessing yourself. That confidence level that is needed to be at that level just goes away. You, you, you spend all your time questioning what you're doing instead of doing. You could always go back afterwards and sit down and you know not only talk to yourself and figure out, okay, well, what you know with what happened? am I good with it? What did I get out of it? Did I enjoy it? Did they enjoy it? Talk to them, figure it out. But when you're in the middle of doing it, just do it. Yeah, simply let go and just do. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, The next thing I was um, reading and starting to practice um, is bondage itself. Right. And I was trying to figure a way to... Practice it on a individual basis, like um, when I am alone.
0: Simple things. If you want to practice simple things, like uh, basic uh, basic wraps, basic ties, things like that, do it on yourself. Do it on your thighs. Grab a piece of rope that's long enough that goes around. You know that you can go around your your thigh a few times. I I was. Um, ta- I was at a uh, an event a couple months ago, um, and a a rigor was there, and he was talking, and he was talking about how on his way, you know, to and from work, he would take um, the bus and the train to and from work, and it would be about an hour or so each way. Well. For about you know about two years, while he was doing that, he would just bring his rope, and while he's sitting there waiting, you know, just hanging out or waiting for the bus to get from one place to the other or the train to get from one place to the other, he would just he'd use it and tie the start doing doing the different knots and doing the different ways of you know doing the different ties and the different columns and stuff like that on his leg. And half of the time, it's just practice, 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 practice. You can, you know, if you, you know, if you need, you can find, find something to do it. You know, just anytime you get a moment, do it. I I mean, even like with me today, I still will, you know, reach over, you know, over here on my wall, grab one of my floggers and just start, just start, you know, throwing it just for the fun of it. Just to keep the rhythm, just to keep myself going, just to, you know, maybe start trying to practice a different way of doing things. So, I can still learn new things, even though I've been doing it for twenty years. Yeah,
1: that, that's I, that's another thing. Like, like, the, how do you keep um, the progress in in developing? Is that something like, yeah, I want to learn this, or just uh, is that more like based on um, the submissive, like well, what he, what I'm willing to train with them?
0: Well, so th- this is one of the things is that you. Know, gaining your skills is about you okay you know i my main girl is not really into like heavy impact play even though i'm a big fan of heavy impact play so i can still i still take the time to learn to practice those things even if i have no one to practice with You know, I can set up a a target on my door and practice flogging all day long and never worry about do I have somebody to hit. You know, you can grab a pillow, throw it over my knee and grab my paddles and, you know, work, you know, use my hand to try to figure out the best, you know, some of the better ways to use some of the toys that I have or even just use my hands. And so then I can then take that when I actually get somebody I can do that with. And be in, and already know my skill set you know it's better to keep building your skill set regardless if you have somebody to play with or not yeah yeah um also um do you have access to play clubs around where you're at
1: um I believe not the town I live in is not it's Medium, medium big, but not not that uh, not that rich to have clubs like that. Okay, well, do they have uh, munches and things like that? So far, I have not found them here around. It's more like okay. a, It took like it should take around a few hours driving to be even to get a
0: to it. Well, th- this this is something that you, if it's this type of place, that you, you know, like where I'm at, as a it's basically a college town. It's a medium, medium small, you know, medium size, not not a large town by any stretch of the imagination. The thing about it is, is that half the time, to if you want to have munches, just set it up. I'm pretty sure if you're on FET, you can look and see that there's a, a, other people in your town and people around your town who are on FET. Well, invite them to a munch. Go to a cafe and sit down and enjoy some coffee and talk. And the thing about it is, is that that can then start steamrolling into finding you know not only finding people to play with but trying to set up parties. Where you can go, and also you can start meeting other riggers. You can start meeting other people who are into what you're into, and you can start trading knowledge and skills. One of my favorite things just to do is sit around the table with other DOMs and just trade knowledge. You know, simple like you know technique ideas and things like that. And the more you do that, the more energy that you put towards that. I mean, it might seem like you know, why am I going to spend all this time to set up a munch? Well, if you're not who, then, then then who's going to? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's it's one of these things of be proactive, you know. Set up, you know, set up a group, you know, you know, set up a group. Fed's got, you know, the ability. You could set up groups all day long, and know, you know, for you know your local area, and you know, start off just as a munch group, and then turn it, and then if it you can get you know get you know ten or fifteen twenty people on a regular basis. Then try to see if you can go use somebody's house and hold a private party. And then if you got, an, got enough people, then you might look into finding a venue to to rent to do a party. And then if that works, then you can look into actually building a club. And the thing about it is, is that it, it really just starts with saying, "Hey, who wants to go and have coffee?"
1: Yeah, simple as that. Alright, the last thing I had is, um, as a dominant, um, it can take a few forms like uh, a father, uh, a husband, and simply a boyfriend, like you said, like that's not, sometimes not an option, but I'm wondering how that can be even combined.
0: You you mean having a relationship where being a dominant is a, is a major component to it, but adding on being a boyfriend and a husband as well is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is where you have to start your relationship very honest with your partner. You know, saying what it is you want. You know that if you because, I, I, trust me, I've done this mistake where I've started off as a DS relationship, a master slave relationship. I got married and left the DS relationship behind, and basically, what was, you know, we thought I had to fit to societal norms and become the husband. And it, it destroyed, it, it, I, I was miserable for the majority of that time. Until I came to the realization, why am I trying to be something I'm not? You know And by then it was already too late. the relationship had already been, you know it was already far gone. But the, what it told me was, who I am as me, you know, as a master, as a dominant, whatever, that's, that's the, the priority number one. That's who I am. It's not just what I do, but it's who I am. And if somebody's going to be in a relationship with me, they have to understand that. They have to understand and be comfortable with that. And the thing about it is, is that I'm not going to get into a relationship with somebody who I can't express that side of me. So they have to be submissive, in, in even if it's not all the time they have to be submissive the majority of the time they're in, in the relationship with me and i can still go out like i can go out, still go out to dinner and, and go to the movies and go have, hang out with family and things like that and as far as the rest of the world knows i'm the boyfriend i'm the whatever but behind closed doors i'm i'm the master I am the dominant. I'm this is who I am and I am not it's not a vanilla relationship. And no matter what society tries to tell us, that's not going to change. Who I am is not going to change. And so the thing about it is you can't walk into the relationship trying to be vanilla when you're actually kinky. You have to start off saying I'm kinky this is who I am and if you can't accept it then we cannot have a relationship yeah, and if people... that yeah and, and if that if that closes doors for you then it closes doors for you yeah yes of course I mean well, we, yeah, yeah I mean you got you got to keep mind that we chose to do this we chose to be in this lifestyle okay we you know, part certain aspects might have been part of our personality to begin with, but we actually made that choice to make the leap in to saying, you know, going just beyond, you know, being a little bit dominant in the bedroom. We actually made the choice to say, "I'm going to learn how to do these play styles. I'm going to get on to Fed. I'm going to go go to Munches. I'm going to go to clubs. I am going to call myself." this or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that and the thing about it is is that we chose to do that but at the same point the people that we're in a relationship with have to understand that yes we chose to do that but to me being who I am as master hook is just as real to me as being Michael hook does that make sense
1: yeah, it totally makes sense. It's, it's just like it's it's what you are and who you are.
0: Right. And so the thing about it is is that when you get into a relationship with somebody, if they can't accept you for who you are and what you are, then why do you want to be in a relationship with them in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. So – is that all you got?
1: Yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, that's that's basically all I got for,
0: for today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you ever want to do this again, you know you know how to get a hold of me. Yeah. Okay? Alright.
1: Sure. All, right. All,
0: right. all right. I'll talk to you later. All right. bye. bye. All right, bye. Well, that was what it was, and honestly, I hope that people out there listening got something out of it, and, you know, this, it's, like I said, this is the thing i kind of do every once in a while where i get people just asking me a bunch of random questions that you know i don't really necessarily have all the answers to but i try to make at least sound like i know what i'm talking about so uh, if you have any questions get a hold of me and you know we'll take it from there but that's it for now be well and safe